Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Look and Listen podcast. Once again, we're back with another one-on-one episode. And as you already know, each one of these is designed to bring you a brand new conversation, brand new interview, brand new perspective. This is the brand new introduction. Oh, some brand new production. So sit back and relax. Let this intro play itself out and we'll get into this episode and this brand new topic. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash looklistenpod. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yo, what's going on, party people? We are back once again, Look and Listen Podcast, here to bring you another Black Lightning review. It's your man, LB. Got my man, my girl, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, my man works too. No, no, you are all lady. 100% woman. Thank you very much. Got my girl, the co-host with the co-most Moji in the house. What's going on? I'm doing well. Hey, y'all. Yo, before we get started, let me tell you what happened to me last night, Moji. You you, you won't believe this, okay? So I was out and about in them streets. Um, I saw a hero. This happened to be last night. So I saw a hero last night. He was black. Wow. I said, what you doing out here, bro? He said, this is for the streets. Black Lightning's back. Expand you. <laughs> this is this old season. <laughs> Ever seen Crest Williams? I'm just going to be like, <laughs> I figured I'd switch it up on you. I appreciate that. You should do a different skit every week. I think that's what I'm going to do. I actually had that thought in mind. I was like, for these last few episodes, 
I'm yeah, gonna definitely have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to switch it up for you, and maybe even switch up when I do it. You know what I'm saying? Do some Shakespeare in there. Even. You never know. You never, never know. know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we back, man. Black Lightning episode eight. Let me see what the title of this one was. This was called the Book of Revelations, and things were definitely revealed in this motherfucking episode. So before we even go into the the scene by scene review or whatever, I just want to uh, get from you what what were your uh, overall thoughts of this episode? Well, I mean, I like this week's episode. I to enjoy. Um, ooh, echo. Um, <laughs> like it's the little things that take me forward with the show. Um, so like I'll sort of forgive a lot if on a whole it's still like enjoyable. So it's like everything from the humor the sci-fi nature of the show, right. the superhero part, like, they've got all my, all the shit I like, they just, just all up in there, and I'm just continuing to enjoy it, like, I don't think I can be too hard on this show, because I genuinely enjoy it, and I always leave laughing, and right. then I'm always like, ooh, I wonder what next week's gonna be, so, I really like this week, between Gambia and Jefferson, who I just, I'm completely here for. <laughs> They just continue. They give me life, and I just don't know if they're playing their relationship like that on purpose. Mm. <laughs> I'm here for it, and of course the daughters, Jennifer and um, Anissa. I'm yeah. completely here for them having powers and what the show's gonna end up looking like when the entire family's like out here doing their superhero shit. Yeah, so, like yeah, that. man. Um. I, I agree with everything you just said. I, to me, I think it was the best episode of the season so far. What? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Well, I, I, I say best, but I mean, maybe it was just the one that I, I liked the most because sometimes the thing that you like the most isn't necessarily the best. It's just you had the most fun, but I had fun watching it. Like, I really liked the um, the stuff with Jeff and Anissa. I thought that was really dope how they they did that. We'll we'll get more specific with that in a moment. And I will also say this. This might come as a surprise to you and some of the listeners out there. But I did not hate Lynn this episode. What? Didn't hate Lynn. Blessings upon blessings. Now, I'm not saying that I'm a Lynn fan. Let's not make that mistake. But... She did not get on my nerves this week. She was actually pretty good. So, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Now I'm sure next week she will do something to fuck all of that up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but for this week, for week eight, we can say that I didn't hate Lynn. And those of you who you know get on me about that, you, you, your girl did. Your girl came through this week. But let's not get used to it though. All right, so. Let's go ahead and get into this, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up as soon as we can. Um, so first up, we have Jeff and Anissa, and they are training. They're at the Honeycomb Hideout, as I call it, underneath uh, Gamby's shot shop, and you know they're working on um, some fighting techniques and everything while uh, Kung Fu fighting is playing in the background, um, and they also have the TV on. And the news is reporting that the cops are actively searching for Black Light, Black Lightning in connection to uh, Lady Eve's murder. Um, and they do 
uh, street interviews with people. So they've got local folks that live in Freeland on the news talking about, you know, what they think about what happened and everything like that. And it's real good, man. It's 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 so black and it's so real. It's, it's that, you know, that whole thing that some of us get, you know, embarrassed by when, when you got folks on the on the news and they're like, you know, speaking how we speak. They're not code switching or anything like that. They're giving their real reaction to whatever happened. So that was that was cool to see. Um kind of make you shake your head to a certain extent because it's like just like everybody else, they've been misguided, you know, misled about what actually happened. So they're speaking of Black Lightning and, and you know, and, you know, speaking ill of him or whatever, but they don't know any better because they don't know what actually happened or whatever. So got to give him a pass for that. But I enjoyed watching that part of it. So there's that. Um, and, you know, they kind of cut they cut to some of those interviews and they go back to uh, the stuff with Jeff and Anissa and they've got like that that same um, computer simulation software that um, Jeff was using a few weeks ago to train or whatever. That's back and you know they've got like the crowd and it's, it's, it's simulating like you're out in a crowded area or whatever and there's you know people around there and things like that. How can you use your powers to navigate a situation and you know in, in a situation like that. Um, and he tells her at one point, you know, she's got to stop just reacting to things. There was there was one guy that had a Confederate flag on his T-shirt and she stomped on the ground and it did something like messed his leg up. And then they might have given him a concussion. And Jeff was telling her, you know, you might not agree with how somebody gets down. Obviously, we know this guy's a racist and everything, but he actually wasn't doing anything. So you can't just you know, hurt somebody in that situation. And she's like, but dad, he's got a fucking Confederate flag on his chest or whatever. Um, but he's telling, he's using that as a teaching moment to say, you know, you have to sort of think. You can't just react to things. You got to think about things first now that you have powers. And we have to sort of figure out how you can use those effectively. Um, and, you know, the final thing that they do in this situation is they decide that they need to clear Black Lightning's name because right now, obviously, he's he's public enemy number one. So they have to be careful. He can't be out there in the streets and doing his thing. So they've got to figure out a way to kind of clear his name from the death of Lady Eve and let the people know and, and let the cops know that, you know, that wasn't him. The next thing is um, the man who actually made the song, I, I think God Holly is performing at the um, the Club 100. He and his DJ are in there practicing. They're, they're in like the, the main ballroom or whatever of the club and there's nobody in there and they're doing what looks like, sort of like a, a sound test or something. Um, and that Tavius shows up and uh, they're trying to, they're, they're, they're doing their thing and then they see him come in and they're surprised by it because obviously Latavius has been dead and they heard about the rumors and everything like that. And so he's like, you know, talking to them and they're like, yo, man, we heard you were either dead or in jail. Like, how did you get back here? Whatever. Um, the next thing before I get your, your thoughts here, Moji, um, the next thing that we see, the next scene is Gamby meets up with this guy named Martin and he's from the ASA. They meet up in a parking lot. Um, and Martin says that he put a price on Black Lightning's head in connection for Lady E's death and that, you know, Lady Eve dying was a, a big blow to them because she was their liaison uh, to Freeland and she helped get green light on the streets of Freeland. And he said that um, her murder sets the Freeland experiment back. 
Gamby says he understands that or whatever, but he says that they need to be sure that killing Black Lightning is the thing to do before they actually do it. And Martin is like, yo, I don't like power that I don't control. And he says, you know, I hate this area. All the food is fried. Um, you know, there's this and there's that. And he's just going on this really racist shit that he has to say about about the area and about black people living in the area. Um, and he says that, you know, the folks of Freeland are only good for experimentation and that green light gives them, you know, gives their lives a purpose and that what the ASA is doing is God's work. So I want to get your thoughts on these first three scenes. Once again, this uh, Jeff and Anissa training, um, the performance at the club with, with Latavius coming back and then Gamby and his man Martin talking in the parking lot. Um, well, I mean, I thought it was cute. Jefferson training Anissa, but um, he's a damn liar. That man with that the racist is a threat. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. He wasn't going to do something right then and then. He was going to do something in the future. So technically, for the good of people, Anissa would be stopping it. So um, I think that was Jefferson being a little bit extra. Like, I get the whole point. Like, you can't perceive him as... But, like, I mean... If a Jewish person sees someone with like a fucking Nazi insignia, do you think that's not a threat to them? Right. Like, I'm not really sure. I was like, but good try, Jefferson. I understand it. Throw the white people a bone in this show. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all that was. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole Lala and God Holly, I didn't even know that was their name. That shit was funny. Because it was just like, he comes in there just so chill. Like, he took all the Adderall that day before he left <laughs> the motel. Um, and then when he gets in, they're just like, yo, didn't you, like, die? Like, they were a little bit... Like, they were not... They didn't... That would not be me. No, it I wouldn't be me would, either. I would have been bugging the fuck out. I probably would have ran out of there. Thank you. And I would have said the N-word at least three times. Yes. So oh, their reaction was a little bit muted for me, but... I don't know the actor's name, but the person, the guy playing Lala, he's just, I mean, we already loved him. Right. <laughs> he died, we were like, no. Um, so to see him back, but in this sort of like zombie-like state, it's interesting. And I want to see where we're going with it. Um, Gamby and Martin, that's just, this is what happens when you don't kill the racist with the t-shirt. Then they right. become businessmen doing genocidal bullshit. Um, but yeah, Gamby meeting with this dude was just like trouble comes to Freeland. Right. You know, and I want like like why so this is like a racist organization, right? Because at first it seemed like they were like Argus or you know <sighs> Well, I don't I don't know if they're specifically racist like on um some like the clan or you know something like that I, they might be an argus or some sort of government organization that isn't necessarily racially guided or motivated but clearly there's racist people like him that work in there and you have to have some level of schism in you to decide that you're going to go to a specific area we'll cover this a little bit more but they said you know in this episode that you know, they specifically chose Freeland to give this um, to to run this experiment on because it was a, a socially and politically, you know, tense moment, you know, 30 years in the past or whatever. So they knew what they were doing. So I, I don't know if it's necessarily like they got, you know, that there's 
intent is to be we're a racist organization like some of them are specifically catered to that or whatever or if it's just <laughs> this is government this is government level racism you know what I'm saying like it's it's but definitely like, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying that they're, that they're not racist or whatever but I'm just saying that this is like this is like Pro and the Tuskegee experiment like, and all of that yeah like the FBI is a racist organization yeah. in a lot of ways but their mission statement is right Let's go around the black people. Right. And that that's what I'm saying. Like that could be that's a side effect of a lot of yes. their policies. But the ASA seems like their mission statement is let's fuck with black people. Okay, like, that's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, like they're experimenting on them, they're rounding they experiment on them, make them into like these mutants, then they're like, Well now they're dangerous, we've gotta round them up. It's like what how where's the profit coming in here? Like you have you ever watched South Park? I've seen it, but I never really stuck with it. Oh, my heart. Okay, so there's, like, <laughs> episode with, like, gnomes. You know how, like, you always go, you always miss a sock eventually? Yeah. With laundry? And they sort of did this whole episode where you find out, like, they're actually gnomes, like, garden gnomes stealing people's um one sock. And they're like, what's the plan here? And they're like, well, step one, steal the socks. Step two, question mark. Step three, prof- profit. Um, <laughs> how you get to the profit is sort of the problem. So for me, I'm like, how are they making money if, I mean, I guess green light, but then the people are dying after like two hits. And I'm pretty sure for a successful business, you need return customers. Yeah. So why do you want people to turn into metas? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, we'll talk about it more later, but I, it doesn't seem like they they knew that was gonna happen. Like they really wanted what they said later on, and again we'll get to it later on. But what they said though was that they wanted the people of Freeland to become docile yeah. during this this intense period in uh, America's history. So they wanted them to just be subdued and. You know, lackadaisical and, and not politically and socially active, but then one of the side effects of the vaccine that they were giving everybody was that it created metahumans. So they didn't know that it was gonna that that was gonna happen because I'm sure if they knew that they could create metahumans, they wouldn't get, they wouldn't do it with us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't do that shit with us. Yeah. So that was an unintended uh, effect of of what happened. Was there anything else you wanted to say about that? No, that's it. I kind of I like how you sort of explained that, but yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed those scenes. Martin gotta die. Um, no, absolutely. He's gotta he die. All the types of races. He don't like the food. He yeah. Don't like the smell. You don't like the people. Yeah. Then why do you exist? Right. Why he, do you exist? He's gotta die. I hope they give us that before the season is ended. I, I hope. I was hoping that he was gonna die before the episode ended, but. Um, I, I definitely need to see that motherfucker die in in a terrible way before the season. Bye. Before season ends. Hopefully, I want a racist to kill a racist. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, what I'm saying maybe that'll be the thing that saves Tobias's soul and bring him back to blackness or whatever. <laughs> and then, then after that, then they can go take him to see Black Panther and Roots and Color Purple and all that kind of stuff. And he is you know gonna come out liking all the problematic people. In that. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, you know, a Killmonger was right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I want to exacerbate the issue. <laughs> yeah. That, oh my God. Yeah. It really would. Um, all right, so the next thing is uh, Jeff and Lynn are in the kitchen. Lynn asks about the training. 
Um, and she says that she told Jennifer that she's got to do an unpaid internship cleaning up her lab after the uh, the, the break-in um, because she still hasn't found something to replace track and field, which I don't know why they're so pressed for her to run track and everything because they mentioned it a few times since that episode where she said that she was thinking about giving it up. They've really yeah. been on her about that. That doesn't really make sense to me, but she said that, um, and Jeff says that, you know, they're talking about, you know, he's answering her question about how training is going. He said it is going pretty good. He's like, you know, Anissa's biggest problem is that she she reacts to things usually out of an emotional place, and she's got to learn how to get that in check. At that point in the episode, he was talking about trying to sort of take her out of that and change that part of her personality, at least when she's fighting crime as a superhero or whatever. Um, but then it comes up again later, and, and we see a little bit of a change there. Uh, the next thing is we see Jennifer in, in Lynn's lab cleaning it up. And it was, uh, to me, I was bugging out because it looked like that lab had not been touched. I don't know how much time has passed, but the, the lab looks exactly like it did when Jeff, Anissa, and Lynn left there. Like It didn't look like a, a sheet of paper had been lifted, so it was still just torn the fuck up. Um, and they talk about you know a few different things. Obviously, Jen doesn't want to do it. You know, she's like, man, you know, I, I shouldn't even be in here cleaning this stuff up. But then she asked about um, her father and sister, you know, what's going on with them. And, you know, Lynn brushes it off. Oh, everything's cool. You know, they're cool or whatever. Uh, and Lynn actually notices that some of the papers, some of the the uh, scientific stuff that Anissa asked her to look for, I mean, look into was missing. And she asked Jen, you know, have you seen, you know, some papers that look like X, Y, Z or whatever? No, nah, I haven't seen that. So they're looking around and she actually decides, like, you know what? I've really got to find this stuff. So, you know what? You can go ahead and, and be out. Um, and Jen asked her, you know, can I go to the school and hang up posters with uh, Keisha? She's like, yeah, fine. That's cool. Um, so the next thing is um, Jeff and Anissa break into the morgue. And they're looking for uh, Lady Eve and they do it through like a I don't know if it's a secret area, but there's a, at least one specific area of the morgue that is not on the security camera feed. So they go in that way and Gamby is on the comm system and he tells Anissa um, they're at a point where they, they figured out exactly where she's at. So she's on the other side of this wall that's in front of them. And um Anissa's about to hit that shit with full with full force. But he's like, hold on, before you do that, let's figure out how much strength you actually need. So he said he tells her, try tapping it with your fingers first. Let's see if you if you can bust through there with that. She taps it, puts a dent in the wall, but it doesn't knock the wall down. So he said, Alright, go ahead and hit it with as much force as you think you need. So she goes hundred percent, knocks that motherfucker down, and then they walk in there. And um by the end of they they see the body of the two twins, as Devin said last week, the two Lloyd looking niggas with the, <laughs> with, the with the long hair ponytails there there and there, and then they they get up to Lady Eve, and you know they look at her and she's she's badly burned as we saw at the end of that other episode, and they're looking at her and then they notice that on her arm they don't see the tree pattern. I forget the exact scientific term that they use for it, but when a person is struck by lightning, there's like a, a, a scar that's on the area that looks like a, a tree pattern. Mm, and yeah. she doesn't have that. So 
Ashley Gamby was about to, you know, bust into the conversation to tell him that. But Anissa actually is the one that says it. She's using her medical training um, to, to, to realize that she doesn't have this pattern on her arm. So she was killed by something other than a lightning strike or a black lightning strike or whatever. Um, so she mentions that Gamby says, yeah, I was actually about to say that. Um, and Gamby gives him a little bit more information. He says that the weapon that did that was most likely nuclear powered. And Jeff says, well, we can track that type of energy. So, you know, let's let's go out there and try to find the weapon um, and clear Black Lightning's name. Uh, and the last thing I'll say, because it's a quick one, is the next thing we see is Lynn going to a different lab. I don't know if it's within the same building or same, you know, school that she works at or what have you. But she goes to another lab. I guess this is where she took the samples at to get them tested. And she's trying to see if they have her stuff. And the woman down there says, you know, we also got robbed. And, you know, the samples that you're looking for were taken in the robbery. So... Want to get your thoughts on Jeff and Lynn in the kitchen talking about how training is going, Jen in the lab, and then uh, Jeff and Anissa, um, you know, going to the morgue to try to find Lady Eve, and then also the other quick scene of Lynn at the uh, the place looking for her samples. Um, I mean, I wasn't really impressed by the whole Jeff and Lynn. I was just like, whatever y'all talking. Um, right. What I was kind of offended of, I was offended on behalf of Jennifer being like grounded even though they told her to make a choice right i'm like but you gave her a choice she made a choice now you're punishing her for making a choice i don't know i guess that's probably just the difference between a black mama and a white mama yeah i'm like we respect your decision and her mom is like i respect it i mean you're still gonna be on punishment though that's why i felt a little bit like that she's gone through a lot but Uh, uh, oh yeah she really has at a young age too yeah yeah, but she, I guess she, Lynn is like, okay, Dennis still at six, which I, I, in another way, I like, I mean, I'm ragging on it, but you know, sometimes you just gotta keep living, right? I think that's, you know, can't get stuck there, but I don't know. They just be treating Jennifer like a stepchild. Sometimes. They really do. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I feel like I have to fight for her. Um, um, Jeff, of course, the whole Jeff and Anissa going to find Lady Eve's body and, you know, her using a little finger. That was hilarious to me because I was like, girl, figure she's too hot, too cold. She got to find, like, a nice in-between position in order to get this right. Um, But um, (laughs) Jefferson telling her over and over again, you know, you got to be calm. You got to not be emotional. You got to be this. It was like a real Spider-Man looking at Spider-Man situation for me. Yeah, seriously, because I was like, you are the most emotional person in this show. You're always running off after Tobias. Gamby's always telling your ass to calm down, but you out here talking about something, you got to be calm in this stuff. Hey, he's on that do as I say, not as I do. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, a lot of us are. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I was just like, okay, Jefferson. Um, So I don't know. That's just Jefferson, though. Um, Yeah, like Lady Eve's body in the morgue. I was just like... Even though that's technically not Joe Scott, does she still get paid? Um, that's a good question. Sure, right? How does that work? But yeah, and I guess Lynn, I mean, it was the ASA. They stole the shit. Or her shady looking 
um, doctor partner person because I mean that shit is gone. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's good stuff there. Um, for me, I would say like. Again, I, I like the the Jeff and Anissa buddy cop thing that we've got going on here. So all of the scenes with them to me were great. But I like that he asked her like, "Well, how much force do you need?" I don't know. Well, why don't you try this? You know what I'm saying? Like trying to figure out. I guess he's also trying to figure out what exactly she can do. So it's like, okay, well, try this, try that. You know, there's another scene later on where he's asking her, well, can you do this? Can you do that? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, we got to figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? As well as me being able to tell you, like, yo, you need to chill out. Don't go straight spazola, you know, with your first reaction or whatever. So I like that stuff. You're right about Jennifer. Like, they, I, I don't really like how they treat Jen. Um, you know, with the stuff that happens with her in this episode, hopefully... You know, everybody get on the same page quickly with that. Um, I do want to see more of her. And I hope that they start actually showing her a little bit more respect Mm because she's kind of like the forgotten person. She's almost like Judy Winslow. Like, I'm expecting her to go upstairs one day and then come back down. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely got to get more love for my girl, Jen. Um, Having her be on punishment, having to clean the lab, that was whack. Like, yeah, I didn't feel that. Like just because she's like the youngest, they sort of like don't like respect her in a way. Yeah. Like, but she's just as capable as all of y'all. So right. what? Like, there's no need to like. I can't even say they're coddling her, but just basically put her outside of the entire situation. Like, yeah. if Anissa has powers, maybe your other daughter, maybe throwing it out there. Right, they, which, which they did. Sure. They did ponder that last week. For like two seconds. For yeah, for a second while they were leaving the police station, but you know, obviously they still haven't really put much thought into it. So it'll be interesting now that we've seen that she's got them, what they do with that. Um. So yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Let me see what other thing we talked about right there before I move on. Um. Yeah, that was pretty much it with those scenes. So moving on. Um. Lynn goes back to that, which I already mentioned that, so never mind. I don't need to say that one again. So the next thing that we see is what we mentioned a little while ago about uh, Jen going to school to hang up the posters with her friend. Um, so now we see that. And they're walking and walking and talking down the hallways, putting up stuff on the walls and stuff like that. And at one point, there's um, a section of like one of the hallways where there's some scaffolding. So the girl, Keisha, decides to climb up on top of that shit because she wants to hang up one of the posters real high so that nobody can jump up and take it down. So she climbs up there and I was like, okay, this shit is going to is going to fall. And it kind of does, but she kind of falls and jumps, does like a fall jump off of it. And in the process of that, you know, Jen is is scared because she's she's telling her like, yo, girl, girl, you got to get down. You're going to fall. This is not safe. I need you to come down. And Keisha's brushing off like, I got this, I got this. Then when she falls, Jen like has sort of a panic type of reaction, which you would expect because you think your friend is going to fall down and hurt themselves. And her eyes light up and her hand lights up and she's holding her cell phone in one hand and she's got some of the extra flies in the other hand. And her hand lights up and burns her cell phone and she drops the phone and then the flies in her hand actually catch on fire 
and she's able to like put that out and everything before her friend is able to uh, collect herself and, and walk back over towards her. So that was the first time that we see and that Jennifer sees that she's got some kind of powers. Um, the next thing that we see is that Tavius and he's in the car with uh, God Holly and his uh, his homeboy. And it looks like they're taking him home. So the one guy, one of the guys is driving. The other one is in the passenger seat and, and Latavius is in the back seat of the car and they're driving. And then all of a sudden, Lawanda appears and she's sitting next to him. We see her and she sees her. But the other two guys up front don't see her. And she and, and Latavius are talking back and forth with each other. And to them, it looks like this nigga's talking to himself. And she's telling him, like, yo, I don't I don't think it's, it's right for you to have these dudes bringing you to the house because they're going to know where you live. And I don't trust this guy over here. You need to kill him. You know, kill him right now. He's like, he's driving the car, LaWanda. I, you want to, you know... We don't want us all to die and everything like that. And the, the guys up front are looking around like, yo, what the fuck is this thing? Who is he talking to? Like, what's going on? And actually, one of the guys asked him, the driver asked him, like, yo, is everything cool? Out He's like, oh, yeah, because then he realized that I don't know if he actually realized that he was talking out loud. <laughs> or that they, or that they couldn't see or hear Lawanda. One of the two, I don't think he was aware of. So when the guy asked him the question, he was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that. You know, I was sounding and looking like a a, a fucking lunatic right now. So that was that scene. Another couple quick ones before we get Moji's reaction is um, Anissa, Jeff, and Gamby are talking. They're back at the lab and. In this scene, he actually Gamby actually calls her Thunder, and I think that might have been the first time that that name was used for her, because um, he said something about like you know you you can't go out there as Black Lightning and Thunder and do blah 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 blah. So he used the name Thunder, and he they're telling him you know they they're sort of talking about what they saw at the morgue, and he's telling them that um you know basically like y'all need to stop. Um, looking for this or whatever. You can let me go out there. I can handle it. I can take care of myself. Um, nobody's going to be looking for me anyway. So, you know, you can um, you can get by with me doing it and everything will be cool. And Jeff is like, no, I need to train Anissa. Plus, I can handle myself. So we'll handle this. You just chill here. Do what you normally do when I'm out in the streets and everything. And we'll be good. And, um... Gamby has a little a little bit of a tantrum. And he 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 slams his he slams his hand on the desk and you're just so damn stubborn, Jefferson. And storms off. And Jeff is like, Gamby, and this motherfucker just sashays his way out of the scene and, and just walks up the stairs and all of that kind of stuff. Uh and one more, and we'll get your thoughts on him. Uh, Lynn is back at the lab. I guess the lady was actually able to find something because in that other scene, she was telling her there's um, a person, a woman that works here that was pregnant and she might not have had a chance to log in all of the information that they got. I guess they keep a digital record now. So and then they get rid of the hard copies. She was saying that this lady might not have actually had a chance to log the hard copy yet. So I might be able to find that if you hold on. So apparently she must have been able to find this or whatever. Because Lynn is back at her lab in this scene. And she's looking at the samples. And she's comparing the DNA samples from the stuff that Jeff's father was looking at back in 1986. And she's looking at... Um, 
the sample of a person who was on green light and she realizes that the DNA structures of both of those are identical. So she obviously a light comes on in her mind when she sees that. Um, so I'm going to get your thoughts on this before we move on. Uh, once again, we are talking about Jennifer discovering her powers at school when, when her friend falls. Latavius uh, riding in the car talking to Lawanda. Uh, Anissa, Jeff, and Gamby, and, and specifically Gamby having his tantrum, and then Lynn with the DNA samples. Um, well, I love that we finally got to see Jennifer's powers come out because I wasn't expecting it so soon. I honestly thought they were going to stretch that out. But again, the positives of a 13-episode season, like the things just move consistently. But I loved it. I love her friendship with her and her friend Keisha. Yeah. I think super cute together. Um, but yeah, we finally get to see she's got some kind of like electrical charge type of power. And I don't know. I feel like there's a science person that know what would happen if you like joined all three of their powers together, like Jefferson's lightning, Anissa. What's Anissa's again? Oh, it's strength. So maybe yeah, not. some shit like that. Yeah. I was imagining some Captain America, sh- not Captain America, uh, Captain Planet type shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was imagining. But no, I like that we finally get to see her powers. I am here for it. I know Gamby already got a suit designed for her somewhere. Um, so I really like that scene. And Lala and Lawanda in that car nearly broke me. Because <laughs> at one point, I mean, this might not be exactly what he said, but I think he said something like, Luanda, you crazy. He yeah. did say that. He said, Luanda, you so crazy. You so crazy. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? I know you're crazy. And then you got the drivers just like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, what is happening? Right. That shit was just too good. It was too good. And I don't know what Luanda is. I, I can't wait to find out what she is. Yeah. Um, Malala is definitely fucking crazy. And then, of course, I mean, yeah, blah, 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 Lynn found science stuff, blah. My favorite scene, Gamby and Jefferson, because that fight ain't make no sense to me. I don't know how the actors are not laughing through this. I don't know if it's intentional that this is, they're, they're shooting it like a lover's spat. <laughs> like, Gamby, I'm just like, what? And then he just runs up the stairs. Yeah, that was funny. I, 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 it, it, why is the show funny? It, like, and it's equal. It's like dark humor, right? Yeah. I guess it works, but I, I just that was my favorite scene. Um, but I don't know. The truth don't come out. It looks like it, it already is. Yeah, for sure. Um, I get what people mean when they say that they they look at Gamby and Jeff as like a lovers' quarrel type of thing or whatever. I don't really see it that way, but I. I <laughs> Humans like that with your friends. I mean, I, I mean, you can. Let's not be. I'm not like trying to be like. What's the word I'm looking for here? Like, it's not the fact that it's emotional or anything. That's not what I'm saying. It's just the way. Like this, I don't know. It just it's a way. It's, this it's not a friendship. He raised you. Yeah. He trained you. But. He doesn't even they. He doesn't even fight this much with Lynn, you know. And I nah, feel like you yes. can always tell how close someone is, sort of by how they fight. Like you know, you have certain friends, you know, you guys can fight, and it's not like you guys will be laughing again the next day because yeah. y'all are just so close and comfortable. You're not worried about a fight breaking up anything, right? 
So that's why it just feels so intimate. Like, he doesn't even go that hard with Lynn. Like, Lynn says jump. He's like, okay, ma'am. You know? Yeah, I, yeah that part, like, it, if you put it that way, then it makes sense that there's a certain level of intimacy. People joke about it being like, oh, they, it's like they go together and all that type of shit. And I'm like, I don't see that. Like, I don't know what y'all are talking about with that. But, yeah, the level of intimacy is, is different because it's almost like when you become when you get older how your relationship with your parents changes like yeah. you know when you were younger you had to listen to them and they set the rules and all this kind of stuff and then eventually you grow up and you become your own person and everything and the way that you all relate to one another and how you communicate and stuff changes because I'm an adult now too so there's an evolution in the relationship that happens this is obviously not his father but he's sort of a father figure, uncle type of person that's been around him for a long time, you know, and he has probably partially raised him for whatever from whatever point Jeff's father was murdered. We don't know anything about his mother or whatever. So, you know, I wonder what's going on with that. But Gamby was either the person that took on the full responsibility of raising him or he helped his mom raise him. Um, from the point that his father was killed. So there is there is some type of, you know, deeper thing there between the two of them. Plus, they've known each other for a long time. And whenever his powers were discovered and the whole Black Lightning thing, like there's there's all of this stuff that swirls around between the two of them. Um, so there is a certain level of intimacy Um I like that word and for their situation because that's that's really what it is. You know what I'm saying? And and like you said, he's got a different thing with Lynn because obviously he was in love with her and I guess he still is to a certain extent. Um, he's got kids with her and, and so you have different types of love and, and different types of intimacy that you share with different people in your life. You've got your romantic stuff, you've got your stuff with your friends, you start certain stuff with certain family members and things like that. So you know, there's there's a lot of different layers and levels to it that surface. But it is funny. I don't know if they mean it to be funny or not, as you said, but the way that they get the way that they clash with one another is kind of funny at times. And sometimes the unintentional humor is the best shit anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I like that part of it. Um, the stuff with Jen, I thought was great because you know, we figured that she had powers. Um, might have even known that, you know, from from looking at things online or, you know, other people might have had already uh, knew, uh, might have already known things uh, based on the comics and stuff like that. So, but to actually see it and to see her discover it and not know what to do with it, you know, it's kind of like, it was almost like a Nissa to a certain extent, but it was, it's a totally different scenario than the one that she found her powers in and everything but to sort of see them both have an emotional type of moment and and that bring it out of them was interesting i wonder if they'll ever show us how they discovered jeff's powers if it was sort of the same type of thing or not but seeing her eyes light up like that was cool uh, i really like the effects that they did on her hand um, how you could, because it's just like with him, you know, there's been some scenes where you see like the lightning or the electricity sort of like flowing through his his yeah. veins and his, his skin and stuff. It's the exact same, they did the exact same thing with her. The only difference is that 
Hers was like a reddish orange type of color because I guess hers is heat. Yeah. And his shit was was like a a, a white or a blue sh- you know color for to represent the the lightning and everything. So we saw it in this scene and then we see it in another scene later. I thought that was really dope. And the whole thing with you know with that Tavius, uh, that shit is just funny. Like I don't know if Lila, I don't I don't think. That he was intended to be a funny character, but he's one of the funniest characters on the show to me. Like before he died, and then now this shit with him going on now, I'm like, yo, this nigga's hilarious, man. You know what I'm saying? But but also knowing that, like, yo, he's pretty gangster because you know he kept one of the things Lawanda said to him was like, yo, you shot me because I held a phone in your face. He's like, yo, I told you to get your ass out of here. Or I told you to take your ass home. <laughs> Wanda. Yeah, like, you you wouldn't you wouldn't I wouldn't have killed you if you didn't listen to me like you know what I'm saying. Like so, he did say that though. Yeah. Like, Lala, no. Right. So you know, I thought that stuff was was dope. And then um, Lynn putting two and two together with the samples was cool. And that was probably one of the reasons why I didn't hate her because she wasn't nagging about hating Black Lightning and all that type of shit. She actually did something that was useful. She did something that was helpful. And she helped move the plot along too with what she did. So I give Lynn one thumb up. I'm not going to give her two thumbs up, but I give her one thumb up. But so, I guess it's better than two thumbs down. Exactly. Exactly. So that's my thoughts on those things. Moving along... Um, Jeff and Anissa are going to the woods. Niggas are going camping. Now they go to the woods um, because they're looking for the person or the weapon or something that you know will lead them to what exactly happened with Lady Eve. Uh, and in the process of that, as they're going out there, is again the great buddy cop thing that they do. She's like, you know, Dad, you know how I feel about the woods. You know, black people get killed out in the woods, and he's like, yeah, when, when you know, their white, you know, nerd friend is is killed first or whatever. We don't have a white nerd with us, so we'll be all right. Um, and in the process of you know them making their little jokes and and walking and talking as they search for whatever it is that they think that they're looking for. Um, Lynn calls Jeff on the phone and she tells him what she saw with the, the DNA stuff. And she says that it looks like it was a vaccine and that this vaccine is identical to Green Lightning. I mean, Green Lightning, that's a tank. <laughs> that's a tank. Uh, as, as that, is, that is identical to the Green Light. And um, so he was like, you know, well, the sample, the, the stuff that... Um, my father, she mentions that it was the stuff that his dad was looking at, too. She, she says his father's name. And he was like, well, you know, the stuff that he was looking at was from, like, 1986. That was, like, 30 years ago. And he asked her, he was like, so are you saying that somebody's been working on, you know, green light for 30 years? And she was like, it looks like that's what it is. Uh, and she tells her, well, you know what? Go highlight Gamby. He's been around here about that same amount of time. He might not know anything, but he might know somebody that knows something. So, you know, holler at him and he might be able to at least point you in the right direction. So she was like, all right, cool. And he told her, you know, be careful out there. She was like, I will. The next thing, Gamby goes to church. You know, he's he's having a moment. He goes to church uh, to try to find a way to sort of center himself and process everything that he's dealing with. Um, so then we come back to Jeff and Anissa in the woods and 
you know, they're still talking. She asked him about, you know, how he discovered his powers and when he became and how he became Black Lightning um, and why he stopped. And when he said that, you know, he stopped, you know, she he kind of paused and didn't say anything. She was like, it was because of mom, huh? And he was like, nah. I was like, you know, she was like, yeah, that means, yeah. So she kind of teased him about that shit. Um, and she asked him who trained him. Um, and he said that Gamby was actually the person that trained him. Um, with everything that he knows um, as Black Lightning. Um, and while they're continuing to talk, she's got her phone in her hand, and I guess she's got some kind of thing, tracker that's looking for whatever it is that they're trying to, like the 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 way that, whatever way that they can trace this nuclear energy, the buzzer on that goes off. And she's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's right over there. So they walk over to this direction. And when they get over there, they see this gun, the gun that the guy, because these guys had these electricity guns. So she finds that gun and it's lighting up and it's got this blue like flashing light on there or whatever. And they see that and then they see a foot. So the man that shot the gun is buried under the ground and the gun is mostly buried and sort of covered up. They stumble across that. And um, then Jeff gets on the black phone and he calls Henderson, throws on the Black Lightning voice and tells him the exact location. He actually gave him the coordinates for where they are and says, you know, come out here. This is this is the, the weapon and the person that actually killed Lady Eve. Come check this out and clear my name. And the next thing that we see before we get uh, Moji's response to these is that uh, Jen is now back at the house. She's in her room and she's trying to make her powers come up again. So she's sitting on the edge of the bed and looking in the mirror. She's got her phone in her hand and she's trying to see if she can make it happen. Like before it just happened. Now she's trying to see if she can make it happen. Tries it one time, once or twice or whatever, doesn't happen. Then she sort of concentrates and tries to see if she can summon whatever it was. So she closes her eyes and then they do they do a slow zoom into her face and the music intensifies. And then she opens her eyes and they're, they're lit up again with that reddish orange type of color. And they do that real hand, that, that cool hand effect again. They do that and she burns the phone again and ends up dropping the phone again. Um, so she was actually able to make that happen in this scene. So we want to get your thoughts on that. Once again, it's um, Jeff and Anissa deciding to go out into the woods to look for this person. Gamby at the church. Um, and then Jen, you know, actually making her powers come up. Um, I thought the whole father-daughter thing in the woods was cute. Um, I mean, the most important parts, of course, was just having the conversation with Lynn on the phone about the whole green light. I like how, again, there's a lot of movement with that. We're finding out the science, the rules, the people involved, um, what that ends up looking like at the end of the season, you know, Lord only knows. But I do like that they're providing more information, even though it feels like with every question they answer, they, like, make me ask two more. Um, Gamby in the church was a very good scene because the reason he's emotional makes sense. Like, Lady Eve died. We also know he trained Lady Eve, so that's a close relationship he just lost, evil or not. And then the whole having racist Martin come into town, 
basically like I'm going to kill technically his son and his family if I find him. And, you know, that's now out of his control. So Lady Eve is dead. You know, you got ASA in his town. Now he has to tell this truth to Jefferson that he doesn't want to. Like, there's a lot of shit that's happening with him that he can't control. So him just being like, I'm going to just go sit here and cry. <laughs> Made perfect sense. I was like, you go ahead and cry. You you need a timeout. Um, but the lady who came and talked to him on the church, though, did you think she looked shady? Uh, I don't know if she looked shady. She definitely looked thirsty, though. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. She give hit that, that. She hit that. You know, I'm here if you need anything. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got some pies at home if you want. Yeah, them. exactly. I got some pancakes for you to smash the smithereens. <laughs> if you would like to get down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll let you know. I'll let you. I'll holler. Yeah. I'll holler. Um, of course, again, I'm still here for um, Jennifer trying to figure out the use of her power. My only thing is, I have a question. When Jennifer and Anissa are in the woods and they call Henderson to be like, yo, this is where everything is. Was that a burner phone? Because just because you're disguising your voice doesn't mean they can't trace the phone. So is that a burner phone? Um, I think the phone that Jeff originally gave him and the phones that he's given out to everybody else have been burner phones. Okay. Um, the, but the thing is, though, maybe he has a burner phone. But it's obviously a phone that he uses because we see him pull this this phone out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the one that he's talking to them on is also a burner phone, especially in the case of Henderson, because he and Henderson are actually friends. And yeah. Anissa actually asked him about that. She was like, you know, does he know that you're Black Lightning? And he was like, nah, that would put him in like in, a, in an impossible position. So would it, though, since the entire police force is like crooked? I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, right. I don't. I don't think that it would. I mean, maybe, maybe in the past, maybe before they knew all of that shit. But I don't think at this point it will really matter. Probably would help him to know that his his homeboy is Black Lightning. Um, Are we sure Henderson is not crooked though? Are we I don't sorry? know what to think about this nigga, man. I really don't like. I haven't seen anything that that suggests that he is, but I mean, there's not there's not anything that really proves that he's not either. Exactly. He's just kind of there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Hopefully, he's not. Um, but, but then that means he's stupid. Oh, he, I definitely believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he's a dumbass for sure. He's dumb to be crooked and too dumb to not to be. Yeah, here. right. Like, exactly. He's he's just yeah. He's just being a doofus right in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there anything else you had on these? Nah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like. Um, that question about the phone is is a good one because I've kind of wondered about that too. Like, how does he um, how does he do this without the phone being traced and it coming back to him or whatever? I forget who it was. I think it was my man Rod. Shout out to Blackout Tips. I think it was him that was saying it on um, maybe on the pregame. Mm. They were talking about how have you noticed that when when he makes those phone calls or whenever he's black lightning how his the way that he speaks changes 
Yeah. Like, not just the sound of his voice, but, like, he sounds, like, more like, yo, what's up? Yo, Henderson, what's going on? Yo, let me tell you, like, whereas Jefferson, he's, you know, he, he doesn't speak like that. He speaks in slang and all of that kind of stuff as Black Lightning. And I had noticed that, too, but I was glad that I heard somebody else say that. Had you peeped that? No, no. I'd be wishing I could make it to the pregame shows. I feel like I'm either just getting home in the middle. Yeah. One of these things. But, you know, I mean, if you're a premium, then you can just go to the feed afterwards and listen to those. Because they record that. They post them just like they post Balls Deep and all the other stuff. I'm a poor, broke lady. No. I can't wait to get back. I was on premium, but not at all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, next time time you watch um, the show, probably next week. Yeah. If he um, has to do that, then then check like how Black Lightning's way of speaking is different. Like he he's calling Tobias an albino like every chance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Black Lightning is definitely more like so-called hood or whatever than than Jefferson is. Like there's definite code switching that happens yeah. when he speaks as Black Lightning. Um, but yeah, my thoughts is basically like you know again the stuff you know with them in the woods is cool. Um, finding the body was was actually was actually cool. I, I feel you on what you said about Gambi though, because he does have a lot of stuff, and he he realizes now that he probably for the first time feels like he's in over his head. Like we we kind of thought that because we as we have gone on and seen different things happen over the course of the season, we're all like, "Yo, what the fuck is up with Gambi? He's got his hand in too many things." But I feel like. At those points, he still felt like he could maneuver the pieces around as needed. And now with this guy Martin coming through and and saying, fuck all of this, we're going to kill Black Lightning. You know, you were supposed to find out who he was anyway and kill him and you didn't do that. So now I'm just saying, you know, forget it all. I'm making the call. You know, like now that it's coming out as it is. I think Gambia is probably feeling like, you know what, this is a little bit too much. So that's yeah. probably what made him decide to go to the church. I didn't really think about Mrs. Johnson like that, but, you know, there could be something with her. You never know. She could be a person that we see again. I just sort of looked at her as just some random person that he knows from going there, probably from years of going there and everything. Um, but, you know, I will take a mental note of that and if we see her again then I definitely have you know my antenna up when it comes to her and then you know Jen trying to make the powers come back was cool um again I like the the effect that they did with her hands when it when it did happen Mm -hmm. and you know I'm glad that she was able to actually do it you know to make it happen I'm not exactly sure what it was that brought it back up but that she was able to sort of figure out at least the most basic way of, of making it happen again was cool. Yep. So we got a few more things. Well, we're getting closer to the end. So next thing is uh, Gamby. I mean, Lynn decides to go to Gamby's shop. And, you know, when he comes upstairs, because uh, she walks right into the store part. Um, so he's downstairs working on some stuff, probably a Nissa suit. And he comes upstairs and she asks him about the stuff that she discovered and mentions that it's the things that Alvin, which is Jeff's father, is the stuff that Alvin was looking into. And his face kind of dropped when she said, you know, his name. And he tells her that, you know, she's kind of going on like, you know, talking about it. He's like, you know what, Lynn, I can't talk about this. She's like, wait a second. You know, now that I think about it, 
this stuff is from 86. That was 30 years ago. That's when you moved here. You moved here 30 years ago. And mm-hmm. you never talk about your life before you got here. You know, you, you we always sort of gave you space because we felt like you, you probably had your reasons for that. But, you know, what's up with that? Like, how come... You know, you never tell us anything about about yourself past the point that you came here to Freeland. And she's like, you know, Jefferson trusts you. And he's like, you know, I know. I know he trusts me or whatever. Um, and then he says, I think it's time for, for Jeff and I to have a, a talk. Um, the next thing, we go back to the woods. Jeff and Anissa are still out there. They're waiting on Henderson to show up. They just want to see if he shows up and discovers that they kind of their plan is to sort of just kind of hang out in the woods in the background, away from the scene, but close enough to the, to where they can see what's going on. Because um, I guess they, they just want like visual confirmation that that he and or his people show up and and find this and can clear his name as Black Lightning. Um, but it's not him that shows up. The police or somebody sent. You know, this other guy, this white guy, just some guy to come out there and investigate the scene. And Jeff decides that he wants to get a little bit closer and see what this man is up to. So the guy gets all the way up to the gun and the dead body. And he sort of lifts the gun out of the ground. And the the flashing blue light that I talked about earlier now turns red. And at the same time, all of this is going on. Jeff has gotten closer. He had told Anissa, yo, chill over here. I'll be all right. I'm going to go over here and see what's up. Some point, she notices all the stuff happening. So she runs over there. She does her little breathing thing and then grabs him and tackles him. And as that's going on, that gun explodes. So the man that was holding the gun explodes. And this big, like, crater gets, this big hole is, is blown into the ground around it. Like, the, the surrounding area is now, you know, blown up to a certain extent. So Anissa just saved her her father's life. Um, and she basically reacted. It's what he had told her not to do earlier. You know, you gotta be smart, you gotta think about how things can can go if you if you use your powers a certain way and don't just be reactive to things. Well in that case her instincts kicked in and it actually saved his life. And um so she was like, you know, I'm sorry, I know you told me to, to fall back or whatever, but you know, I realized that you know, this thing was going to blow up and that whoever this guy is, is is expendable. He clearly didn't know that, but, you know, he was expendable and everything. And Jeff just looks at her like a proud papa and, and, and has the biggest Kool-Aid smile. And he just gave her a hug. Then we cut to Jeff and Lynn in the kitchen. And he's going on and on about um, Anissa saving him. You know, he's telling Lynn everything that happened. He was like, yo, she was great. She, you know, I was trying to tell her that she's got to chill out and not be reactive, but, you know, she actually reacted and that's what saved my life. And, and, and Lynn is doing what she normally does, which is bring the mood of the room down. She does her Debbie Downer thing. And I think he called her sad eyes. He's like, you got your sad eyes going on. And he's like, so what's up? And she says, you know, I went to go talk to Gamby and tell him about Alvin's research and yada, yada, yada. And then she says, you know what? He said that you and he need to have a, a, a talk. So I think you should go talk to Gamby. And he's like, you know, what's up? Like, what did he tell you and all that? She was like, just go just go talk to him. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll talk to him. So um, the next thing is that Tavius is in the shower. And he's trying to figure out what's going on. It seems like now that he's a little further along from the grave, he's 
maybe coming back because like you said earlier he seems like he's been kind of out of it but now he's actually you know taking a shower and trying to figure out what's happening he's like you know if I was dead how did I die you know how did I come back why did I come back then ghost Lawanda comes off of his chest and she's standing there now this was the weirdest shit in the episode to me and she's like naked with him in the shower and on the low I was hoping we see those Lawanda cakes or something like that you know what I'm saying (laughs) I was trying to I was trying to see what the ass looked like um but um she's like you know I know baby everything will be all right and then like they start kissing but then she disappears again and and you know goes back into the tattoo that's on his chest and he turns back around and he starts crying and stuff and I'm thinking that maybe he was crying because he felt like, you know, I'm losing my fucking mind here. But um, I thought that was pretty weird. Um, I'll, I'll maybe say a little bit more about that in a bit. But I want to get what you think about these scenes. So, again, it's um, Jeff and Anissa waiting on Henderson. But then this other guy showing up and her having to save Jeff's life. Jeff talking to Lynn in the kitchen and in the shower scene. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing I took away from the whole Jeff and Anissa in the woods thing is they called Henderson. This other guy comes through. Like, that means Henderson's calls are being monitored seriously. And not, like, by other cops. Like, it's got to be the ASA. ASA. So that's... Uh, is Jeff going to... Not Jeff, is Henderson going to make out alive? Is not what I'm thinking. But, you know, I can also see how Anissa saving his life sort of gives him that high. That was a little cute to see him being like all proud papa. Like, oh, she saved my life. She saved my life. So I, I like that. Um, but then, of course, Lynn being like, yeah, you need, to go see, <laughs> you need to go see Gamby sort of brings everything crashing right back down. Um, what else did I like? What else did I like about that? I mean, yeah, he's going to, oh, Lala. Yeah. I felt bad for Lala because I was like, he's going through a lot. I mean, he's a piece of shit. Um, but this is like a whole nother level. Yeah. Like, no one deserves to come back a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> right. And not know why they did. Yeah. So I, I, like you said, like the whole making out with Lawanda in the shower and, you know, her disappearing and just him crying. Like, again, really well done by the actor. So, like, I just want to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, the the scene with Lynn talking about, you know, go see Gamby. I was like, here we go with this shit. You know what I'm saying? She, because she had that look on her face. But, you know, it was really about just, you know, go talk to your boy. You know what I'm saying? So it was a look that I've seen, but it was a different conversation. So, again, one thumb up for Lynn. You know what I'm saying? For not totally fucking up, you know, everybody's party. But that was an important scene because, you know, she had been told something by Gamby um, that, you know, Jeff and, and he need to have a conversation. And she relayed the message, you know what I'm saying? So she was the messenger in that situation. And, it's, and it was almost like, hey, Jeff, not to rain on your parade, but <laughs> there's another thing that you need to go handle right now. Yeah. And you need to go talk to this cat and find out what's going on. Like, all of us need to know what's happening with this man. Um that Tavius and Lawanda, again, I thought that was the weirdest shit because I don't know whatever their relationship was beforehand. I, I feel like they all know each other. Um, so they probably were at least classmates or something like that. 
um, they had some kind of a personal relationship, but obviously, um, they ain't said going drastically to the left because I don't know if it was him directly, but his people kidnapped her daughter. Yeah. It was going to have her prostituting out of that, that motel. Yeah. And that was her whole crusade to get her daughter back. And she got killed in the process of that shit. So whether they were friends or lovers or whatever the fuck they were in the past, obviously that shit in that moment was not the case. They they were at odds for whatever reason. He so killed her. <laughs> he, and, he, and he killed her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how do they go from that to I know baby and taking showers together and, you know, kissing on each other and stuff like that. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I don't understand none of this shit. Hopefully, we'll get an explanation about how he came back, why he's back, why she is a tattoo on his chest, mm-hmm. but then also her spirit. Like, she's not completely back. Nope. So, why is she a ghost and not herself? Hopefully, all of that will be explained. Yeah, um, I- so it's fucking with me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely fucking with me because it, it doesn't make any sense right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we didn't we didn't get to see nothing more than a collarbone on her. You know what I'm saying? I I, I wanted to see, you know, a half a butt cheek or something. You know what I'm saying? Half a butt cheek. Good luck with that. Yeah, you know the, the top of the cleavage, like the split between them or something. You know what I mean? But <laughs> we didn't get none of that. So. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. And then there's two more scenes. Um, so Jeff goes to go see Gamby. And in the conversation, he tells him, my real name is Peter Esposito. And he lets him know that he works for a government organization called the ASA, which we still don't know what ASA stands for. But he says, I work for the ASA. And... 30 years ago, they were conducting an experiment in Freeland and they gave the people their vaccine to keep them docile in an explosive political environment, which is what I was saying earlier. And he said that the they were giving the people the vaccine and I guess it was working. But in that group of people or somewhere along the line, it started inadvertently creating metahumans. So his job was to go find them and eliminate them. And Another thing that he noticed or another maybe unintended side effect of what they were giving these people, which I'm thinking was the green light. Um, pretty sure that it was the green light, but they said it was a vaccine. So we haven't gotten confirmation on whether green light and the vaccine are the same thing or if it's that one came from the other one. However, the, the two are connected. But obviously with Lynn's research, we see that you know, there's some very strong, you know, similarities. Like the, the two DNA strands looked identical. So they're related in some kind of way. But another thing that it was doing was killing children. Yeah. Um, so he said when he became aware of that, he leaked the information to Jeff's father. And that's when Jeff's father started his research and, and all the things that he was doing. And that led to, as Gamby said, that led to your father getting killed. And Jeff correctly said, my father was murdered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My father was was murdered. And basically, it's your fault that he was murdered. Um. So, and then that happened. Jeff's father was murdered. And so he said, you know, 
I don't know if it was at the at this point or not, but he said at some point when I realized that Alvin's kid had powers, I decided that I needed to take care of him and protect him. I needed to protect you once I realized that you had powers or whatever. And he claims that he has nothing to, had nothing to do with the experiment itself. And that he honestly did, you know, try to try to stop it by leaking the information and everything like that. But, you know, that didn't work. Um, so, again, like I said, he, he decided that once he realized that Alvin's power, Alvin's kid had powers, he had to protect them. But now I can't protect you anymore because Martin Proctor, who is the head of the ASA in this area, is basically on Black Lightning's ass. And he put a hit out on you. And if you use your powers or go out in the suit, they'll find you and they'll kill you. And they'll find Anissa and they'll kill her too. And, you know, so he basically says, you know, you have to stop being Black Lightning. And Jeff's eyes light up. And I don't remember if his voice changed or not, but his, eyes, change, his, his, eyes, his eyes definitely lit up. So yep. the, the Black Lightning was, was coming out of him. And he tells him, you know, stay away from me and stay away from my family. And he walks out, you know. And the last scene is Jen knocks on Anissa's door and she's just kind of standing there and Jen, I mean, Anissa's like, are you pregnant? She's like, no, nah, I'm not pregnant, but I, I do have to show you something crazy is going on. And she shows her her cell phone. She's like, look at this. She was like, oh, what happened to your phone? She was like, I did this with my hands. And Anissa kind of looks at her and they look at each other like, oh shit. So she just told Anissa that she's got powers. Yeah. So those are the last two scenes. What do you think about those? I mean, I think those are two really good scenes to go out on. Like, you know, the truth finally coming out after we basically called Gamby every name under the sun since the series started about his shadiness. The fact that it's out is good. Um, where that's going to go, that's another thing. Um, but, I mean, I'm just going to say, I don't really see Gamby and Jefferson being mad at each other for maybe max two episodes. <laughs> um, like, they still have all these other people they have to go up against, so yeah. I don't think it's in their... Maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll just, like, be mad at each other and work with each other still, who knows. But the fact that we find out his name was Exposito and blah, 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 blah. It's like, how many lies, Gamby? How many lies? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I my favorite scene was, you know, Jennifer, because she's a good person, not keeping this secret. Like, she finds out she has powers and she immediately goes to talk to a family member. Right. Anissa finds out and she's doing, like, secret experiments, going to meet with reporters. And, like, Jennifer's just like, yo, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. How she's going to react, what's now going to happen, and that I'm looking forward to. So... Oh, it was a really well done episode. Agreed. Yeah. Um, the Jeff Gamby conversation or Jeff and Esposito, that was definitely great to see because there's still a lot of questions that we needed to have answered. But you got some of the information like, OK, they were actually running experiments and they wanted to, to subdue black folks and make us become docile and things like that. And then there were these side effects. Uh, which is, you know, not that far from the reality of certain situations, Tuskegee experiment being one of them. Um, you know, so that's that's rooted in, in actual American history. Um, so him talking about that, 
was good. Uh, we still don't know a lot about him and his role and everything like that, but I do think to a certain extent he was being honest about, well, I decided that once I realized that you had powers that I wanted, I needed to try to help you out, probably out of guilt because he felt guilty about um, everything that happened, especially uh, Jeff's father being killed. But I still, you know, this in this episode, I decided, man, I don't fuck with Gamby, man. Like, uh... yeah, because I, I feel like... I feel like this, like, we were already kind of side him because we didn't know what was up. But now we know what's up to a certain extent. And if you got guys like Martin Proctor down with this shit and, and being, you know, the head of, of what's going on here, you've got blood on your hands just like just like he does. You know what I'm saying? And sure, if you're sure. and if your job is to go out there and is is to go out there and find and eliminate, which we know that means kill, yeah. metahumans, then and and he probably did that in these other instances. And some of these folks were had to be black people because they were right there in Freeland. So he's he's killed so Jefferson for whatever reason he he took a liking to and did you know did right by to a certain extent, probably because of his father. But mm-hmm. what about all the other people that you harmed directly and indirectly by being a part of this ASA experiment that was happening? So yeah. we find out that he's he's got a lot of dirt on him, too, even though he's done right in a certain instance. But it's like, yo, you got too much shit going on with you as being a part of this whole thing. Now, you might not be Proctor, but, you know, you've done with it. You know, you've been down with what he was doing and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, you mentioned a, a minute ago about them being upset with each other, maybe for a couple episodes and then getting past it. I don't know. I could see I could see it being a thing where I don't know what he'll do. I guess he'll tell Lynn, you know, I could see Jeff telling Lynn about what he what he just heard. Mm-hmm. And it being a thing where we'll work with you because there's a it's a means to an end. Like, okay, we'll use some of your resources, your connections, your abilities or whatever like that. Like, you know, continue to make the suit and all that kind of stuff. I can see it being a case where they'll work with him until they can defeat the ASA and and clear Black Lightning's name and do whatever. But then Mm -hmm. after that's over with, being like, peace. Like, get the fuck out of here. Don't call us no more. Don't say nothing else to us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I can see Esposito being around for the rest of the season but yeah. whenever they accomplish that mission it being like nah we not good man like you know what I'm saying so, I don't see that happening Ooh. nope you don't see that what do you, what do you think it'll be I mean I, well I'll be problematic yeah Gamby's fucked up but I'm still fucked with him oh man so you, you he, he would get your one of your parents killed and, and tell you that he's been a part of, the, you know, secret government experiments on black folks in, in your area, your neighborhood, your section of town. And you still be all right with that. Not in real life. No, not in real life. I'd be digging a grave. But for show's purposes, I'm still going to fuck with him. OK. Yeah. I mean, look at you. You flip this week. You like it. You not hating Lynn, but you hating Gamby. Like, I completely agree with everything you said. Like, Gamby's basically a part of the problem. But he's been repenting. But regardless, don't like anything he's done. But I'm still going to fuck with him because I like Gamby. And it's not real life. So I don't have to be okay non-problematic until I have to be. Until he really does. Like, if there's another level to this. Another? What other level can there be? Look, we got five episodes or six episodes left. There might be. 
there Damn. might be another level to Gamby's ancientness. I don't know. I mean, the levels that we find out about so far are pretty, pretty <laughs> motherfucking deep, Moji. We gonna find out he got a family on the side he never told Jefferson about. Yeah, a family where he where he was motherfucking Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> he got Sally Hemmings somewhere and shit. Oh, like, I might have to stop after that. Um, that might might, be might see. Did, did y'all hear her say she might have to stop fucking with him? Then <laughs> he gonna he gonna Thomas. Listen, as a black woman, you gonna sit here and tell me that he got a he Thomas Jefferson somebody. And you might stop fucking with him. Okay, if he Thomas Jefferson, someone I will stop fucking with him. She rolled her eyes, y'all. <laughs> Are you snitching? Stop snitching. Hey, I'm here to let the people know what's going on, man. Look, this is TV land. I get to be problematic. Okay, all right. Well, y'all heard it, man. Y'all heard it. Oh, you heard you it. Know, you know what time it is with Moji. Y'all come do something. Come, don't come do something, because y'all, y'all will hate yourselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't run up on her, man. No. You, you come up. You... I don't run up on me the other day on Twitter, because, like, um, you know, the whole drama with Bruno Mars, and they're like, he's appropriating. I was yeah. like, so Bruno Mars is who y'all are going against, not Justin Timberlake? Right. And some, I'm going to presume, little girl was like, Really? Da, 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 da. And I think I wrote like the I used up my two eighty characters. I was like, hashtag don't come at me because I will jump down your throat. And Yo, she just quiet. Yeah, and that like, motherfucker. Yeah, Timberlake is definitely an appropriator. Exactly. Because he you know? he came in and when the shit was cool, yep. and as soon as it wasn't cool to be down with the blackness, his ass was gone. And him I and Ellie Cyrus, and I'm like, y'all going right? And I still say fuck him for what he did with Janet Jackson. Absolutely, absolutely. And this little girl was trying to advocate for Justin Timberlake. I was like, you don't know how much I hate Justin Timberlake. Don't be that one. I like, I see his ads that I reported as spam. Like, don't. (laughs) Mind you, loved and sing. Man, fuck that dude, man. Yeah, Yeah, man. Uh, As far as the last scene, like, I like, like you said, Jennifer is is the best person on the show. And she was honest about what the fuck is going on with her. Yeah. And I like that. And I saw, did you see the previews for next week? Yeah, I mean, I think what I saw was something about, like, her finding out because Anissa lifts the bed or something. Yeah, something like that. And then she said, you know, that she says, like, to Jeff that uh, she said you were Black Lightning or something like that. So I like that. Whatever, however that goes down, I'm with that. Cause I yeah. need everybody to be on the same page, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and I'm glad that she was able to discover her powers and then say something about them so quickly because we don't need all the secrets and stuff like that. And maybe if we can get, you know, her added on to the buddy cop thing, then that'd be great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd, that'd be real dope. Um, and and also, I'll tell you another thing that might get me to not hate Lynn in another episode. It would be if she actually does something like what I said, you know, in the previous stuff about becoming a part of this in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. If she actually, because she helped uncover the thing with the DNA and the green light and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure yeah. Jeff is going to tell her about what he heard from Gamby. So... And then when they find out that Jen's got powers too, now everybody on everybody I know, my whole family is is with this shit. 
yeah. maybe I need to get down. If she does that, then that might be another step in the right direction between her and I. Right now, still don't fuck with her. Like I said, y'all don't get too happy and excited about this shit. <laughs> but she was cool this week, though. So okay. that's my thoughts on that, man. That was the episode. Uh, tell them about TV Movie Mistress and everything you got going on so that they can check you out on these internet streets. Well, I'm out there watching a lot of television and podcasting about a lot of television. And you guys can, like, if you watch TV, just find me on TV Movie Mistress um, across all the platforms. I am here to make your TV watching habits way better and probably more obsessive. Um, so, yeah, if you like, like, sci-fi, historical shit, um, superhero shit, um, and you just want to hear awesome people talk about it, check out TV Movie Mistress. And again, I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, um, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Like, I'm on all these platforms. I'm just like, I guess that's a thing. <laughs> like, probably Spotify. I don't know. Um, but yeah, check check it out and find me on Twitter at BookDreamer01. Word, man. Make sure y'all do that if you haven't already. Give her reviews and all kinds of positive energy that you can send her away, man. Make sure you do that. Uh, yeah. Lbrothersmedia.com at LookListenPod at Lbrothersmedia on Twitter. Um, like she said, I'm on a lot of platforms with this podcast. So, you know, if, if you have a certain podcast app or RSS catcher that you like, you know, over the other ones, just search for the show on there and you probably find us. If not, then we know maybe we could try to get it on there um, on some of these other spots. Still haven't got any emails from anybody, but I'm going to shout out the email address again. If you got feedback for us on any of these Black Lightning episodes or any other stuff that we've done on this podcast, it's uh, looklistenpodfeedback at gmail.com. Um, write in for this one and tell Moji how wrong she is to support Thomas Jefferson. I do not um, support Thomas Jefferson. And all other kinds of problematic Moji. things that she, you know, is willing to be down with or look past in the name this of television. This is how rumors start, sir. This is how rumors start. <laughs> so, bring that I need, I need emails, especially from the sisters out there to be like, girl, what is your problem? Um, so yeah, that's, you know, look, listen, pie, feedback at gmail.com and we will holler at y'all next time for episode nine. I can't believe we're already, already up to the ninth episode. I think this is a 13 episode season, so we're getting closer to the finish line here, but yep. it's, it's been a great time reviewing this every week with Moji and, and, uh, you know, with some guests that we've had the last few weeks or whatever, we might try to bring somebody else on maybe before the season is over with, but if nothing else, you're going to get the dynamic duo each time. So that's it, man. I see Mo is over there doing something on her phone. She's texting somebody. <laughs> so let me go ahead and let her get to that. Oh we are out of here. Look at this podcast. Peace. Bye, y'all. For the helpless Hoping you get us through breakfast Wishing somebody come save us Black lightning's back Come to shock the haters
clapping, gangs active like where we at. Black lightning need to strike like where we at. Show us another way besides these guns and crack. Nighttime suit up, this for payback. This our Superman Robin and the Bat. Step back, you might get shocked off of contact. This was for the hood, this for being black. We ain't got no hope, they killing every day. I mean, we need you in every way. We need results, we don't need to see your face. Here we come just to say the day. Here we come just in perfect timing. To help the needy and got the blinded. Last night I saw a superhero, he was black. He said, This is for the street, Black Lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black Lightning's back, come to shock the haters. No lie, seen him with my own eyes. Electric shocking guys, putting them all in line. About time somebody came down here and dealt with crime. Not just the gangsters, the police is out of line. So it's no trust, they don't understand our trouble. I don't know him myself, but do we come from struggle? Cause I'm like no superheroes around here, bruh. I'm like, he gotta be one of us. Gotta understand the hate and the distrust. Restore the feeling, put the love in us. My partner say I'm high, I must be smoking something. I said, you right, I know the change, I know I'm feeling something. Stand up for something or fall for anything. Lightning came with no rain. I saw a superhero last night, he was black. He said, this is for the hood, black lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters.